know Warren ever uh, loses his chance to take a pot shot when I'm not here, so I was fully expecting. I don't a, even uh, think that was a pot shot. Yeah, you know, I was fully expected some, you know, some kind of shot across the bow. But hey, you know what? I'm back here, ready to roll. And uh, what was surprising to me was the host country of France. There was French French families there with uh, uh, USA jerseys on, which I thought was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Why do <laughs> you, did you talk? Why were they? Uh, I guess you did. You, do you know why they were wearing? Like American jerseys, are they, were they grateful for the help in World War II, or were they just uh, <laughs> were they just were they just cheering on the U.S. since they both have red, white, and blue? They stink so bad you can't even make it up. Now here, your host of the short thing, Warren Shore and Ryan Silva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this edition of The Shore Thing here on Talk Radio 1190. I'm your host, Warren Shore, and we have Ryan Silva here again in studio, as always. Thanks for tuning in on this Sunday night. Hope everybody had a great week. You can check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes, wherever you may listen to your podcast app, at at The Shore Thing, that's S-C-H-O-R-R. Also, check us out on Twitter at The Shore Thing as well. Coming up on Wednesday this week, we're going to bring back the Pick'em Show where we'll preview the football weekend in college and the NFL. We'll give picks in college, five NFL picks. Uh, all college this week because the NFL is not. Maybe we'll sprinkle in some preseason games uh, if we feel like it, but that's going to be coming back on Wednesday, and the only way you can hear that is if you check us out on anywhere you can listen to your podcast app. So do that. Tell your friends uh, that is going to be back. We had a good time doing that last year. On the show today, obviously, lots of football as we're in gearing up for football season college started yesterday we're going to obviously talk andrew luck that's going to be coming up at uh 7 15 here so in about 15 minutes the second segment we're going to dive into that we'll touch on the cowboys uh third preseason game at towards the third segment give a little uh zeke update things on the contracts we can go through what's what's going on out there and then we'll touch a little college football and then ryan have a question as he's been doing for the last month or so. So we'll answer that in the fourth segment. Uh, Got to get his thoughts. Uh, kind of left people hanging with the uh, Premier League team, but we think we has got one nailed down, so we'll do that. And uh, a couple stuff towards fun stuff towards the end of the show. But, Ryan, I want to wish you and Jamie a happy anniversary. First year down. Uh, hopefully many more to go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, first one out of the way. We'll see how many more we got in us. <laughs> that's that's the spirit right there. That's the that's the that's what they love. That's what that's what the people love to hear. You know, just taking it one day at a time. Not getting ahead of myself. Is no, this- no, it's been great. Uh, it's been a it's been a wild week this week. Getting ready for well, obviously getting back from from the vacation last week. Um, getting ready to move, and then our anniversary. It's all uh, kind of been a wild wild week. Yeah, no, that's good. What you guys? Uh, where'd you guys go to eat last night? Uh, we went up. We hit up Houston Steakhouse. You ever? Okay. I've not there? been there. Not bad. Uh, small little spot next to our uh, next to our place right now. Kind of an older crowd. We were probably the youngest ones in there by about maybe ten years. I mean, we went at like eight fifteen too. It wasn't like we we're eating at like six o'clock. Wild story. There's this couple sitting behind us in a booth. Um, uh, they were celebrating their anniversary too. I didn't hear how long they were. They were. Uh, they had been married for, but then on the other side of them, there was this kid, like probably two years old, jumping up and down on the booth and like facing their table, and they were just trying to ignore it, like whatever. And all of a sudden, they have a toy, and the kid whacks the dude in the head twice with oh. the toy, like and not just like like yeah. like whacks him, 
And the first time, like, he kind of, like, you know, turns around and is like, you know, all right, whatever. And then whacks him again. And the old man grabs the toy and looks at the kid and says, do not hit me in the head. And the lady gets up and goes over to the table. And I guess they were just, they only spoke Spanish because she tried to say, hey, your kid's beating my husband over the head. Didn't say anything. They spoke to the manager. The manager had somebody sent sent somebody over. Ended up paying for their whole bill. I was like, man, I'll I'll take a couple <laughs> drumsticks to the meal. head. Yeah, right. I feel like now I've I obviously don't have kids, but being a lot of places that there are little kids running around or just going to restaurants or whatever, yeah. it seems like parents now just are like, hey, we're out to dinner, and it's just the restaurant is the babysitter. It, you could do like more so than when I I don't like look I. Don't remember any act ups, but I guarantee you I had I had flare ups uh when I was a kid or like right. misbehaving. But I mean, kids are running around like it is it is And we were like in the bar area too. It wasn't like we were like in the restaurant. We were sitting in the bar area and after that the kid got down and was like jumping up and down and like running around the bar area. I was like, Bro, are you for real? Like are you gonna like wrangle your kid or something? It's it like was- airports, sporting events, and restaurants. That's just it's the it's Run wild parents on the check place. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's up parents to check else out. To kind of watch their kid, I guess. Or something. But yeah, that was kind of funny. And but, I, I'll go ahead. No, I was gonna say I complain about the kids like just shoving the iPads in front of them at dinner. Like, hey, why don't you enjoy the time? I'd rather have that. Yeah, than, that's, that's than the them move. running around. Them running around. Uh, whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I agree there. And after that, I was just gonna say we followed up. With, we saw that Good Boys movie. With oh, yeah, is it good? Pretty funny. Okay, that's pretty good. Solid, I yeah. want to see. I was gonna go see that. Uh, so last week we talked about the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, yesterday you had you tried it. You said it was okay. You're still on Team Chick Fil A over still Popeyes. Team Chick-fil-A, yeah. Uh, I think I go Popeyes over. Um, see, my thing is just different though. It is different. It is different. It is different. Um, but so I went to Popeyes yesterday trying to get a sandwich. <laughs> Struck out again? Of course. Oh, um, Which was fine. But look, I like Popeyes. I think their chicken's good. I'm not one of these people that's just in it for the chicken sandwich is going to leave. I went to the one at El Dorado on 423. There was only one car ahead of me when I got there. So I was like, oh, this could be a good sign. We could be having them. They had it on the sign of the drive-thru. They're out. I was like, oh, they're disappointed. But whatever. Got the three-piece meal. Then when I looked back, there was a car nine deep behind me. And they were out of chicken sandwiches, so I pull up to the, the wait to get my food. Someone's <laughs> got the window open, the car sees the thing, pull right out of the drive. There's a little driveway where they get out yeah. of the drive through. All I think the seven out of the eight cars just drove right through. She's like, "It's a chicken sandwich. I mean, we got good chicken. Would you want to put two buns together? It's not that bad. Like, come on, what are you gonna do? Hilarious." No, oh, yeah, I know the one by my place has been no less than eight or nine cars deep all week. Um, yesterday. The when the line was wrapped around the building, it probably had maybe twelve to fifteen cars in the drive-through. And then there, when I I went on Tuesday and I was able to score both the regular and the spicy, the lobby was closed. I don't know if they always do that or what was going on, but then there was cars like the parking was parking lot was entirely full. So it has been a wild scene at the Popeyes at my place too. It's just been a madhouse twenty four seven. Popeyes every time everywhere I drive have been, yeah have been madhouses, and it is look. Shout out to Popeyes. I mean, I don't even think they've done a lot of marketing on TV. No. But it's just been a word of mouth type of thing. And credit to them. Credit I'll tell you what, there is a funny credit to Popeyes. There was a funny video. Um, it was like uh like one of those daily talk TV shows. And it was it, I think it was called the Daily Blast. And there was like a, a, a white dude, like two white ladies, and then a black dude. And they were all trying the Chick-fil-A or the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. The white dude takes a bite and he's eating it and he just has this look on his face and one of the ladies is like, 
Jeff, like, you look like you're really enjoying that. He goes, man, that is some seasoning. That is good. And the black dude goes, tastes like a neighborhood you've never been to, been to before, huh? <laughs> and, uh, that's really funny. That that's, funny. Probably, that's definitely true. And, and the whole panel um, There was a video I tweeted up. out, or I retweeted from my account. I don't know if you saw this, but it was a guy who was eating it. He was in Cleveland, and he starts, he starts taking a bite. He finishes biting. He yells at the workers like, "Y'all crazy! Y'all know what oh, y'all do with this chicken?" Interview, huh? TV interview? Huh? What, is that when he was doing the TV interview or whatever? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. That was that funny. video was hilarious. <laughs> y'all crazy with this? Y'all crazy? Y'all know what y'all did? Y'all know what y'all did? Y'all know what y'all did? That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I want to touch on the golf now, if we can, or do you want to do it out later? Yeah, we can go ahead and just get. I'm this not out trying of the way. to take a shot nah, here. No, no. I mean, hey, it would be rightfully so if you did, but we'll go ahead and. Talk no, about I'm it. just saying, my man. Look, Brooks beat Rory head to head in Memphis at the World Golf Championship. Their head today is the FedEx Cup. Rory beat Kepka uh, to win Kepka the FedEx Cup. He, Rory won $22 million this year. Yeah. Just golf, like not endorsements or anything. $15 million. And I've said before, I like Brooks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I like both of these guys. I was rooting more for Rory today. But uh, that's mainly just for you that Rory is not some average uh, average. Right, he, had, he had one good day. I mean, we can get out of the one good day. Say so he, he, he had one good day. So, like, it's, but he's won three times this year. I mean, but I mean, how much? You know, one good day. <laughs> yeah, one good day for fifteen million. We'll take it. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, it's a heck of a good day to have. So, hat tip to Rory, but uh, Brooks is still best player in the world. He is. He's ranked number one. Yeah, I know, but like, actually, too. They're the same. I think mm, they're no, they're Brooks the better. They're the two most dominant golfers out there right now. It's like, like Brooks. And then maybe like Rory. <laughs> and then everybody else. Yeah, then everybody else, if that's how you're ranking them. DJ's way down on the list, though. Yeah. yeah he's he's all right, so we come back, we'll obviously talk about the Andrew Luck news. That'll probably take up the full next segment. So that's coming up next here on The Short Thing on Talk Radio, 1190. This, yeah, we're going to have issues. Wow, that was that was tough. We're, no, it's back up and running. All right. The computer, okay, so the computer, it was set up to do a manual update, or I guess the update just timed out there in the last segment, and we were running against time. Uh, where we get the music off of, everything is running. The computer is on. All the feeds are touched. And uh, something, I guess, in the updated feeds and the updated that it did in the minute is not there. So we'll try and we'll send the uh, engineers over here to try and figure uh, that out in the next. So we got plenty of time in the next uh, break to figure it out. But uh, all right. Warren Ryan here on the Short Thing Talk Radio 1190. Obviously, the big news in the sports world, not just the football world, was Andrew Luck announcing he's retiring from the NFL as he was heading into his seventh season, finished six. And he's done. He's retiring. Held a press conference last night. Uh, it was supposed to be for today at 3 p.m. And first, before we get into this, Adam Schefter, he broke the story. He was tweeting last night that, oh, he was supposed to do it until uh, 3 p.m. Sunday until the news got out. Who was the guy that broke the news? Just say, I until I broke the news, I tweeted it out or I yeah. filed the story. Like, you're the reason why right. that he broke it last night instead of doing it on his normal. On He was... Schefter said it was either Friday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, and they opted to go for Sunday, and then he told Jacoby Brissett before, and then a couple of other people found out, 
and it got to Schefter. He's the reason why I broke last night. So there's only one guy to blame, Shefty, and it was it was you. And I'm not faulting him for breaking the story for sitting on it. But if you're like, oh, it's got moved up, the timeline got moved. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, right, because of because of your tweet. Yeah, that was it was a wild scene. Um, we had our first fantasy draft yesterday, and uh, the guy that I don't know if he was had seen the group me. He was he was pretty. I have not seen it. Was yeah, he mad? Yo, to say the least. <laughs> oh, um, check these out. But uh, the uh, maybe a couple threats that you may want to delete. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, wild scene. I was sitting there at dinner with Jamie, and I was like, I, I was like flabbergasted, like just straight stunned. up, like like you know, it was you know, obviously it came out of nowhere. Obviously nobody knew except for Adam Schefter. Um, and uh, you want to talk about like, do you ever just get really irrationally mad at the dumbest things? Because I did at three things. The Colts fans booing him as he walked off the field. You want to talk about just unreal, just like trash fans, Colts fans right there. Like, I understand you can be mad. Like, yeah, you can be mad. Trust me. I get it. I I get it 100%. Oh God, I'm just looking at what he said. That's <laughs> yeah, tough, right? It, was pretty, there, he's, it's, it involves a plane ride and a bat. You can figure out where he's going to hit the bat. <laughs> and maybe uh, uh, shades of uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, yeah, you can figure it out. But uh, the Colts have been so spoiled by quarterbacks for the last yeah. 25 years, and you're going to be mad because a guy wants to go take care of himself and take care of his mental health and his physical health, for that matter. I mean, you could tell by this guy's press conference that he was emotionally broken up about it. It wasn't an easy decision for him. Secondly, and it's kind of second and third, the two squids on Twitter that are Dan Dockage we and Doug Gottlieb. There. We were going to well, get I'll there. Well, I'll get there now. I know. <laughs> yeah. Because those two guys... Dan Dockage hasn't done anything in his entire life except for make fun of and talk about 18 to 22-year-old kids playing basketball. Don D- D- Dan Dockage, you can pull up with Marcus Smart right now, too, and I will take <laughs> you both on. I mean, that guy deserves a kick well, right Well, you know, the, the, Dan Dockage, the story behind Dan Dockage is he took a job when he was at Bowling Green. He went to West Virginia. It was like $3.5 million deal to the coach the basketball team there. Well, he got there, and eight days later he left because it was too much work to overturn there. Oh, but quitting because yeah, you're tired yeah, yeah. and whatever is is a millennial well, his, thing. Look, his 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 he plays the hits with the steel mills because he did that on LeBron when LeBron sat out one game against the Pacers. Pacers about saying, "Oh, I'm not, my family works in the mills." This is this is a this is a greatest hits for the Dan. Well, how about you help out not, your family not, from all the money you make? So you don't have to work in the steel mills, Dan. I'm not I, look. I'm not defending Dan Dockage. I'm saying this is. This is playing the hits for Dockett. This is this is what he does. This isn't his first rodeo doing this garbage. And Doug Gottlieb, the other squid. Hey, how about you not steal credit cards and create <laughs> uh and commit identity fraud or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was? You idiot! Like Asking I gotta watch my words here. Game. Yeah, I mean you had to. He had to transfer from what Oklahoma State because he was no. He transferred to Oklahoma. Cho- State. He transferred to Oklahoma State because he was busy stealing other people's credit cards. Like teammates, I understand teammates' credit cards. Yeah, exactly. Teammates. I like. When you are throwing stones like this and live in the biggest glass house you have ever seen, like I understand we're in the day and age of getting clicks and wanting to get notoriety, but let's go about it a different way and not just being an absolute idiot and just throwing out absurd takes. Like the fact that uh, Doug Gottlieb has a radio show and he's actually willfully employed by somebody is wild to me. The fact that a guy like that can go on the radio waves and talk about really what he wants because it's the Doug Gottlieb show and people tune in and listen to him, whether it's hate listen or you actually want to listen to him, again, mind-boggling and it's banana land that he has a job doing this for a living. As you can see, got super irrationally mad about those squids. <laughs> Look, I was, I was... I mean, I said the same thing last night of those 
of the I was just yelling, you see this tweet? You see this tweet? These idiots. Um, yeah, I'm not. I thought the Colts move was a the fans move was a um, that was a bad move. But that does obviously does not represent the entire Colts fan base. True. Um, you got to look at like the people that were there it was the fourth quarter of a third preseason game, and you look at how many people were around the tunnel where he was leaving. It was probably a hundred people, a hundred and twenty-five people, if that. And if you watch the video, some of them aren't even booing. So. I'm look at Cleveland fans. We've been one to get mischaracterized. Hence the LeBron Jersey burning that is somehow still stuck with it. And I thought it was a trash move for the Colts fans that were there. Um, but that does not represent the entire Colts fan base. Um, and I agree with you on Dockage and golly, I don't want to spend any more time on them, but the Andrew Luck thing, it took a lot of guts to do what he did. Yeah. Because he, and he, it's it's very I don't want to say funny, but people are showing their their colors, I guess if you say that he it's like you're a source of our entertainment, so why are you throwing your body in harm's way? And I have not seen one NF no NFL player has criticized him. Definitely retired not. or currently playing has criticized him. Well, Baker hasn't come out and made a statement, so we might get one. Um but not one NFL player playing or retired has come out and said, wow, I'm, I don't agree or he should play. Because those guys know what their bodies go through every single week to get ready and in the offseason to get ready. And do we need to run down the list of injuries? Because I wrote it down right here in his six years playing. He has a torn cartilage and two ribs, partially torn abdomen. He had a lacerated kidney where he ended up peeing blood at least one concussion, probably more, one that was reported. He had a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder that he was playing with for a little bit, and then he's got this calf and ankle injury. So just a just a ton of injuries that he's had. He's He said for the past four years he's yeah. been rehabbing pain, injury, pain, rehab, and it hasn't worked out for him. And people have – he's said it himself that he's turned into not a nice guy because mm. he's always been trying to get back on the football field, and he's been – He's been uh, just not nice to his wife, his family. He's just not himself. And, and this is the nice guy of the NFL. Yes. Yes. I mean, he, he congratulates guys when he gets hit. Says, hey, nice hit, big man. Like, yeah. this is the nice guy. For sure. And, I mean, part of that is, too, is a trash, his way of trash talking the defenders of, like, getting them off guard. Like, why is this guy uh, hitting me? But, yes, the nice guy of the NFL. And he's already made $96 million. He is... From a uh, family, his dad, Oliver Luck, we all know what he's done. I think uh, very successful himself. And he's got other interests in football other than football. And I'm just, not that he doesn't love football because clearly he does. He wouldn't have played it for this long. He loves the game. He just wants. He's one of the guys, and he might be the highest profile player to do it uh, since Jim Brown, Barry Sanders or whatever. Patrick Willis retired when he was 30. Calvin Johnson, that was shocking when he said he was retiring. Yeah. And he was 31. And uh, Chris Borland was a great uh, linebacker for the 49ers. After one year, he retired. And he was like to the rookie team. He's just like, you know what? I want, I'm going to live 60 years because that gives me to 90. I want 60 good years of my life. And I keep playing football. It's not going to happen. Gronk retired this year. He's yeah. 29, the same age. But, but it's different because of when they did it. I understand. And Gronk, you could physically see him wearing down. Like, he was... Yeah, he had a good Super Bowl. You could see him through the season. You're like, man, how, it, it looks like it hurts. It for hurts him to just be to run. There. No doubt. But, I mean, 
that I don't think that should change anybody's mindset of of Andrew Luck when when he retires, uh, when Andrew Luck retires versus when Gronk retires. I mean, obviously they're both going through similar things as far as injuries and, and trying to rehab and get back to a hundred percent. I mean, the, the and the fact like the the the. The other thing that Andrew Luck could have done rather than retire when he says his heart and his passion for the game just isn't isn't there anymore. What do you want him to do? You want to sit around and collect $58 million from yeah, the Colts and not be 100% all in for the next four years or however long his contract is? Yeah, that's another thing. Like, when do you want him to retire? Right. Like, he retires after last season. Guess what? He was still healthy. And he just was player of the year. People are like, why is he retiring now? It's mm. even more shocking than with the uh, when the cap. When you, you want him to retire in the middle of the season, then it looks like he's qu- you could say quitting on his team. Like, I don't know. There is no right time you could say to retire if you want him just to break a leg, break his leg, and hurt his leg even more. And after the season, he goes, well, I'm done. Right. I have another. I'm, I'm injured right now, and I'm done. I don't want to rehab. People are like, oh, okay, I understand that. It's just it's just pandering to like everybody that or people are just so mad that a guy has the gall to worry about his life to look out for himself. Yeah, this is the damn. Did you see the Dan Levitard tweet? Because I thought this was very good. No, people are very mad online. People are some people are very mad online about this because this is a tweet. It says, "Be a man, Andrew Luck. Choose pain. Choose unhappiness. Choose doctor screwing up your shoulder, ankle, calf, mind. Joy game. You you used to love. Choose me over your love of your wife and." life and self and health because my my love can often withstand an interception selfish loser right so I mean, just, that's that's obviously in jest well yeah that's the point so yeah people aren't seeing that it's in jest but that's to the people that are like oh why are you retiring why don't you play or whatever right yeah 100 percent. why aren't you playing for me the guy that's paying this money to go to the game or the guy that's paying for the sunday ticket the guy that's paying for your jersey you know i the the, the guy that's pissed off is the guy that says oh i pay your salary i'm the one spending the money and that's able to pay your salary that that's the guy that's getting mad the yeah. the loser the the guy that has that invests too much time into football that's probably rude to his wife and pissed off at his wife when the colts lose on sunday into his kids rather Rather than you know, and that that's that's the the kind of trash human being, the trash fan that's going to be mad at Andrew Luck for making this decision for him, for his family, and for his health, and for the people saying that he's doing this so he can go play in the XFL. He can't. He can't. Not only that, but that's not. Andrew Luck is not that type of guy. Do I know no. him personally? No. But from what he you have seen in the media, from what he's allowed for his fans, football fans, not just Colts fans, but football fans to see and perceive himself as. That's not the type of guy he is. He's not going to do that. He's not going to to he's not going to, you know, give the finger to the Colts and say I'm out of here to go play in the XFL in Houston because his dad's the commissioner of the league. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. All right, we want to take a break. Come back. Uh we got to play some audio from the man OJ Simpson himself. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to let you wrap up. Uh I I had to say happy anniversary to Jamie because she missed it the first segment so oh, she's okay. tuning in now. Yes, we covered Jamie. We covered your anniversary uh dinner. <laughs> And the shenanigans of kids and toys. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, go back and listen to this at the beginning. You can hear that great uh, great there. So we got to play audio from the man himself, O.J. Simpson. Because he – Another squid. Well, okay. Yeah, no, that, that was probably – But was probably his, his tweet was actually – I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it's funny to hear him uh, do the what was me car. O.J. Simpson going, what was me? And I got a couple more thoughts on Andrew Luck, and then we could dive in uh, just briefly on the Cowboys. I don't think there's really much to touch on, but we'll touch on the Cowboys a little bit. Uh, so that's coming up here the last half hour of the short thing right here on Talk Radio 1190. How many days did I spend thinking about how you did me wrong? 
wrong, wrong. Lived in the shade you were throwing till all of my sunshine was gone, gone, gone. And I couldn't get away from ya. In my feelings more than Drake, so yeah, your name on my lips. All right, back here, short thing, talk radio. Free rent, living in my about the next 25 minutes, you can check us out on iTunes, Apple Podcast, wherever you may listen to your podcast app. That is the Be sure to check us out on Wednesday. We'll have our pick so Wednesday we the for the Thursday games. And all this weekend in college football. We do that every week during football season. All right, so you were talking to Andrew Luck before the break. And the thing about uh, Andrew Luck, I think I don't want to say different, but he's got a lot of other like interests that are known, like big architecture guy. He's got an architecture degree in engineering from Stanford. I don't know if you know this, but he is a huge European soccer fan. Did not know that. He is huge because when his dad was playing in NFL Europe, he lived in London and Germany. Huge, huge European soccer fan. He was on the Men and Blazers show in like 2012. I remember hearing him talk about it. He went to the World Cup in Brazil when the U.S. played just as a fan. Mm. He went to a bunch of games down there. So he's de- I look. I don't. He's he's not one of those guys. He's not. He's a football guy. Loves the game, but he's a different football guy than like Jason Witten, who's right. going to coach and be a lifer. I don't see Andrew Luck as a football lifer. Like he's walking away from the game. Yeah, he's walking away from the game. Look, part of me wouldn't be surprised if he came back, say in like two or three years, just because hey, you might. Hey, I'm. I want to give it another shot or something. Yeah, you know, take three years off or two years off, and you're healthy. You're still yeah. sitting at 31, 32 years old. Yeah, that one surprised me, but like he's not. I don't think he's going to be broadcasting games. He's not going to want to go into coaching. He wants to do architecture. I think he's going to be like an investor in an MLS team if a minority owner in one of those uh, around. And I think he's just going to just live his life. He's, he's been a private guy. His private life's been. He's done a good job of keeping that private. And that's what he's going to do, and good for him. I've, I'm sad for I'm more sad for him than anything. Like yeah. that, his career and the Colts. Ryan Ryan Grigson should just be put to put in jail for ruining this man, mm. uh, for not drafting any offensive lineman, and just getting that guy just beat to hell. Uh, and Jim Irsay is right up there with him too, but more Grigson because of the picks. But I just I'm just sad for. Uh, Andrew Luck, that because he was oh he's so good he was so good so good and the and what I would really like uh like. What really made me like Andrew Luck was like he's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Like he's like yeah. he's not like a football guy, like you said. Like he's kind of goofy. Like he's just like like this weird, goofy, smart guy that just happens to be one of the best quarterbacks we've seen come out of a draft in you know maybe ever. You know what I mean? One of the top For prospects sure. we've like ever sure seen. Sure, fire stud, and he lived up to the hype. Yeah, absolutely. And so that you know, there's always that that uh, that clip of him. Uh, he's doing a, a post game interview, and he curses and you can see just him like going to meltdown yeah. mode. he was like you know he apologizes really quick to the guy to the guy that's interviewing him and then you see him kind of look off into the into space and comes back like I, I really I'm, I'm sorry about about that like the, you know just a little weird quirky things like that where it's not your you know Philip Rivers it's not your Drew Brees who you know eat sleep breathe football where I'm sure this guy does but now that he's stepping away that's probably not going to be the case like you said yeah no it's definitely not going to be the case uh for him, but I think Philip Rivers is also like a quirky guy too. Like he is a weird, like he's, yeah, a, he's weird, a weird, yeah, he's a weird guy. He's got his own little quirks. <laughs> yeah, he's a, just a weird. He's a weird guy. He's always yelling at people and never curses though. No, he doesn't. Which is, which is, uh, 
which is amazing. Um, Homeschools his 27 kids. <laughs> yeah, well, he's ready to field a full. He's got seven on sevens close to ready to go. He definitely got a full basketball team in there. They can, they can travel around the park and uh, ro- roll up on you. Uh, that is for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just a sad it's a sad thing. And, uh, uh, boy, people were ready to bury the Colts. I don't know if I'm ready to. I still think Jacoby Brissett can, can do something. I think something. he could be okay. I don't know if I'd be. I don't think. Look, they're obviously not the Super Bowl contender that they were going to be with uh, Andrew Luck. I think we can all um, or we'll agree on that. Maybe some swag Kelly. Maybe some swag Kelly, but um, yeah, I just I think they'll be okay, but that division really as a whole is uh, um, is just is wide open. And we'll get into that more when we have our NFL preview in a couple of weeks, but I mean, I don't know. The Texans last night shifting into the Cowboys. Uh, for some reason, can't get the OJ audio to uh, to work. So maybe coming back from the next break. All right, uh, we figured out at least one. We've had issues with Twitter playing stuff before, um, but uh, he just said, "What did I ever do to you?" <laughs> and for OJ to play that card is uh, wild. <laughs> I mean, let's take a look in the mirror, <laughs> OJ. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. But the Texans last night, I mean, they can't block anybody, mm-hmm. as you saw. And uh, they're smart taking Deshaun Watson out of the game. The Cowboys dominated uh, in that one last night. They went 34 to nothing. I mean, the Texans gave up after the first drive when they benched Watson. They saw they couldn't block anybody. They lose Lamar Miller. They lose on the first play of preseason. Yeah. Uh, that's always tough for anybody getting hurt, especially a guy like him. Tony Pollard looked nice. Dak had a nice scrambling touchdown. Uh, that was his first touchdown pass of the preseason. He did finally throw some incompletions. He had three incompletions. A couple of them were a little uh, a little Dak-like, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, just inc- miscommunications and stuff, so he was okay. Uh, the guy that really showed out who needed, needed a big night last night was the Taco Man. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of sacks last night. Those were in another tackle. And he had a pass deflection as well. I think Taco's definitely on the bubble for the roster. I think that's like, I would not be surprised if he got cut, but I'd say he's probably the most high-profile name that's like on the roster bubble. See, I don't think that he, the only reason why I would disagree with that is even though they are, you know, they do have a really good defense. I mean, he adds depth and there's something there. You know what I mean? There's definitely something there. So I don't. I think it might be a little too early to punt on Taco. Maybe they give him this year. Uh, maybe they give him, you know, six or eight weeks, and then cut him, you know, middle of the season or something like that. But I think, I think, I think it would be smart for the Cowboys to keep him around at least for this season, just kind of see what they have. Maybe he comes around. Maybe he finally comes into his own. This is what his third season. Yeah. So I mean, his third year in the NFL. Uh, uh, you know, coming out of Michigan, we'll see. I think I think this is the year where he really has to prove if he belongs on this team and if he belongs in the NFL. I'm sure he can probably find somewhere else to play, but he's not oh, going to be the high yeah. profile guy that they all thought, uh, or the the you know the the game stopper that they, that he the game changer that they thought he might be. But I still think that they need to give Taco at least one more year, two years, and then punt on him. I think is a little too quick. I, no, I agree, but he hasn't shown anything to begin with. Like, and he's doing that last night against the Texans offensive line. When if you're not doing something like that, you got questions about how good you are to begin with. So he should have done that. Are you, before we get into Jalen Smith contract, are you concerned about Zach Martin? Because there he hasn't been practicing. He hasn't, he has, I'm not worried about him not playing in the preseason games. I, I, as I said, 
Jalen Smith and Vanderesh were on the field way too long last mm-hmm. night. Like you get those guys off the off the field. But is there any concerns that you have that he's going to be ready for uh, week one? Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely, whether you're a Cowboy fan or just follow the Cowboys or anything, I think you definitely have to have some kind of shadow of a doubt on if this guy's going to be able to go or when he's going to be able to go, I should say, um, because the fact that, like we like we said last week, stay keep out of the preseason. We don't we don't need to to risk anything for these meaningless games. Get ready for week one. But right now, it's you know a big question mark. I think is on if he is going to be ready. But I mean, to answer your question, yeah, a little bit worried. Not 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 full fledged like. Excuse me. Uh oh. What's the, what's going to happen here? But there is definitely a shadow of a doubt uh, and uh, and a wonder, I guess, on when yeah. or if he's going to be healthy. Another good game from Devin Smith last night, and he's definitely Cedric Wilson also played pretty well too. Another couple of receivers who are fighting. They're fighting for some spots because we said the receivers last week. It's Cooper, Gallup, and uh, Randall Cobb for sure, and then maybe Tavon Austin. I think he. It's tough to see what they're going to do with him, but then. Are they going to keep six guys that still leaves two more spots left? Uh, uh, J- Javoran Johnson, he can't catch the ball. So I'd say he's done. Noah Brown's been hurt. What are they going to They're going to need another guy. So Devin Smith and Cedric Wilson making the most of an opportunity uh, there. And so that's kind of where those are the two guys that I thought flashed the most last night. And really everything else, it was Cooper Rush is fine as a backup quarterback, but I don't know if I'd be – he's good in the system, but I don't know if, that, if say, Dak goes out for – a handful of games, how many games you're winning with Cooper Rush. And then, uh, yeah, just the Zeke thing, but I don't think there's anything to touch on there. I want to touch on Jalen Smith's contract after the break. We can do that. But what were your final thoughts on the game? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, one one thing I saw, this is this is more so, this ain't exactly the about the game. Just in general, I guess. In general. Do you feel like there's like, there? I don't feel like there's any rivalry between the Cowboys and the Texans just because they both play in Texas. Do you? Uh, I think there's more in Houston. Because I saw a ton of people on social media, like talking about talking crap about the Texans and like, oh, you know, have fun going back to Houston and blah blah, like all this stuff. More so this game than I have any of the preseason games before. Even in last season's regular season game. Well, I just mean, yeah, yeah, because I don't remember that. I don't remember well, that. The Texans won. That's probably why. So yeah, that, that's probably a good point. Smoke. But but I'm just like, I don't know if people, more people were just watching this game because on a, on a Saturday night or what. But I like, I just felt like there was this weird out of nowhere like wannabe rivalry with no, the Texans. There's a, look, there's a rivalry definitely between Houston and Dallas just to begin with. The cities, yeah, no doubt. And I, no, but the, between the NFL teams, I don't feel like. Yeah, there but is. I think that rivalry between the cities just translates to whatever they're gonna just whatever like yeah. you know, Rangers, Astros, Rockets, yeah. Mavs. Yeah, I think that just translates to whatever and if you're bragging about preseason wins come on that's low life right up there with dan dockett and doug (laughs) all right coming back here on the short thing we'll dive into the jalen smith contract we got ryan's question and uh i think he settled on a premier league team so we'll have to a lot of stuff going on in this last segment so that's coming up here short thing talk radio 1190 are you sick of all the little snowflakes we'll put your big boy pants on and get ready for some real raw talk Tune in Sundays at noon to Talk Radio 1190 to listen to the Snowflake Melter, The Gist, with Jason Ellis. All right, morning, Ryan here back on the short thing, final 10 minutes of the show. And if you didn't think I was going to play stuff from the new Taylor Swift album, you, you obviously haven't been following along. Obviously, I've not been following along. She does it again. 
Uh, quick review. Uh, she sends all the worst tracks out first, except for like two of them are good, two of them are bad. Keeps all the good stuff for the album. She does it again. Uh, so yeah, you have not been following along uh, if you didn't think I was going to play. Some of the new stuff. All right. Oh, one other thing on the Cowboys uh, Houston inferiority or r- rivalry. Last year when we went to the Browns-Texans game, my dad just texted me. There was a I forgot about this, but there was a guy in our section that just had a Cowboys suck on the back of his Texans jersey. Like, number one, Cowboys suck. Yeah. So that's that. All right. Jalen Smith, quickly, we got a lot of stuff to cover. Got a new contract, uh, five-year extension, $64 million, 35 and a half guarantee. This is a great team deal. But this is a direct shot at Zeke. A hundred percent. I mean, this is I, Jerry being Jerry. Uh, yes. And I don't even think we need to cover it that much because it was it happened on Monday. But total direct shot at Zeke. Yeah. It's like come to work, you know, put the work in and here you'll get paid. Just For like sure. Jalen. And work uh, hard like you always done. Right. And and uh, Jerry Jones said a couple weeks ago, I don't remember the exact quote, but he said something to the effect of of. You know, Zeke and I have different ways of doing business. I know the way I like to do business, and Zeke has apparently his way of doing business. And the way Zeke's doing business, I don't really like, and that doesn't really work with me. Some something to the effect of that. Yeah. And so this is just following that along, saying, "All right, is that you want to do what you want to do, Zeke? All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and do what I do and give give some money to to Jalen." And now he even said, "There's less of the pie for everyone to get." For sure. So that's what's going on. Oh, and Dallas and FC Dallas and Houston are playing an MLS rivalry week right now. So we go into that. Dallas is up one nothing. So there we go. Take that, uh, Houston. But yeah, no, totally. This is a. I mean, look, I still think a deal gets done, but I the beginning of training camp where we did our three concerns, three keys. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get a deal like right before the first week. I'm starting to do the old Michael Jackson moonwalk back. We are backtracking. And uh, I now won't look. I mean, this is an easy way. It's a cop out, you could say. I won't be surprised if they get a deal done, but I also won't be surprised if he doesn't play for like two games. Yeah, like I. That's the easy way out. But I would not be surprised in either scenario. I mean, how he, it still takes the body so much for NFL players to get in a game shape, and so he's, he's gonna, gonna be slow coming back. He's gonna be think. slow, and you I mean I think you need those preseason hits, like to take those hits to get Agreed. your body ready. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. Uh, before the, you have a que- you have a question for us, right? I do. All right. We'll wait on that first. But first, you've uh, we were talking this week. Uh, pretty sure you've decided on a Premier League team. We have, and to top it all off, been doing a little research on the Twitter sphere. Um, our boy, uh, you know, you know Steve Cerruti, right? He's on ESPN. Yeah. Um, apparently, he's a fan of this this club. So the big reveal is we are going with Everton. Everton is the is the choice for for Ryan Silva's fandom of the Premier League, and apparently, just following along on Twitter Twitter sphere, like I said uh, over the, their past game uh, a couple days ago, a lot of big hype, and don't really ever perform up to that hype for Everton. That's so that's usually the case. That's right, in my wheelhouse, baby. That's where I like to sit. That's ninety five on the black for me. That's that's where <laughs> they, I like to sit. They have spent a lot of money, and the results have been. So uh, it couldn't have been a better team for me to choose. And this is the uh, song that Everton walks out. Of course it is. (laughs) Up the Toffees. Uh, You're a Toffee Evertonian. Um, I don't know who they play this week. I watched the game uh, on Friday against Villa. I will. All your other teams that were in the running are killing it. Newcastle. Newcastle today plus 938. Yeah. On the three-way money line. Trust me. Tottenham. 
Don't believe that I'm. That I haven't been checking out everybody wow, else. They won. I watched that. I couldn't believe they won today. Aston Villa, who played Everton they this beat week, it, yeah. won. Um, Wolves tied today. Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea played yesterday. Chelsea won. Chelsea two. won. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Then they won the. Uh, no, they drew the week before that. But yeah. yeah. The Newcastle and At- Newcastle was a shocker. But yeah, we settled on Everton. Uh, they have. Uh, they won last week, though. They did. They did win last then week. That's, so they that, yeah, they're 1-0. They were like minus 135. There's only one team. I don't want to get too deep in here, but there's only one team that hasn't had any points, and that's the uh, Watford, which is kind of surprising. Everyone else has at least three points or four. It's good stuff so far to start the year. Uh, Been locked in. Yeah, locked in. All right. What's your uh, uh, question? So I had two questions for this week, but I forgot what one of them was. Okay, <laughs> So, in light of the XFL announcing their uh, team names this uh, this week, this past week, kind of had like a you know kind of off the wall kind of question, which they stole from Madden created team and this copied and pasted from UAB, the yeah. Dallas Desperados, and the Tulsa Roughnecks. Yes, all those things. Uh, we, we we talked. What was it? Monday or, or when did they no, release well, it? Wednesday, Friday. I think we talked. Was it Friday? They came out Thursday, yeah. Okay, so Thursday. Or Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it was, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday when we were still here at work. We were talking about all those. But my question to you, you come into billions of dollars. You can start an expansion team, whether it's NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever you want it to be. Go ahead, pick the league. City you're starting it in, and the name. The team. What uh, sport are you starting an expansion team in? Well, I think. See, I don't know if the NFL is going to be that profitable down the road. Like, I think XFL then, not <laughs> definitely not the XFL. Um, well, it's still. Like, I don't want to say it's not. It's still going to be huge, major pr- profitable. But I wonder if players start doing the Andrew Luck thing now. Like, yeah. how many p- people do that? I'm going to take baseball. Uh, we're going to start it. Uh, we'll start it in Nashville. I think we could do Nashville, Nashville pretty well. Okay. We're, Cleveland can't support two teams, so we got to take them out. South right. Euclid definitely couldn't support it. That's a suburb of Cleveland. Can't do that. Uh, so we'll go with Nashville. And the and the team name? Uh, we'll be the. Uh, see, I don't want to do some stupid country thing. I was thinking <laughs> that's, gu- that's what I was. Like I was to. thinking guitar strings, <laughs> something stupid. Um, I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, that's a tough one. All right. Um, I think I would start. See, I would love to. I would love to run a baseball team as well. I think I'm going football. We're getting rid of the Cardinals. Cardinals are out. We are going to be the Arizona, and this is going to sound repetitive and stupid, but it's going to be kind of cool. The Arizona Phoenix, and the logo like the like like the, the bird. All right. You know that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. That's what, because I feel like I feel like a, a like the Arizona Phoenix like like a baseball team that really doesn't fit definitely doesn't fit with with basketball and we're not getting rid of the Suns I mean come on can't get rid of the Suns but yeah. Cardinals the Cardinals can get the axe we'll be the uh, we'll be the Nashville uh, Night Riders we'll be the Nashville Whiskies Nashville Whiskies yeah Jack Daniels is right there All something right. along something along something along those lines we haven't. Fully workshop. Well, that's just in the workshopping stage. So this, so this is a double A team you're starting then. No, that, no, no, that no. Is a double A baseball team. Major. They got triple A right there. We'll kick them out. Uh, right. I got to figure out what their triple uh, uh, A team is. Uh, but something along um, the whiskeys. That's well, well uh, their triple A team name is. The, I, mean, I guess the, you have the Brewers. That's kind of beerish. They're the you know? Nashville Sounds. 
Oh yeah, it's and then they got the Predators for hockey. Yeah, just just uh, I don't look. I don't know if the whiskey is going to be able to pass the. Uh, uh, it's like NASCAR or some other sports. You're not allowed to al- alcoholic sponsors. That's what I'm saying. You know, like the Brewers. You know, that's kind of you know. Yeah, they got kind of got around it there, but maybe the. Uh, the Nashville barrels, whatever they put the whiskey in the there barrels. There you go, not bad, barrels. not bad. There you barrels. go. Yeah, barrel racing at the seventh inning stretch. For sure, love it. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're already marketing. Let's get this thing going right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I would do that. I, or you could just be the. Uh, I'll send the team back to Montreal. We'll just be the Expos. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> then I. They need a team. Hey, if you're the Nashville whiskeys or the Nashville barrels, I think uh, Neil Everett has to be your play-by-play guy. Yeah, bartender Jack. Jack. Well, no, you don't even have to just play it on a clip every, throughout the stadium every time uh, Every time he's in there. That was good. Um, yeah, I think baseball or football would be – I think it would be fine, but I don't have any interest in – Yeah. That could be the most popular league, though, coming up. I don't – it's hard to tell where football's going. Yeah. Like, there's – everyone loves football, but – Do you think the bubble bursts on the NFL? I Yeah, maybe in 25 years, 20, 25 years. But, like, you think they're on their way to – because, like – Five, six no, years ago, they're now. at the peak. Not you don't now. think they're all the way down? You think they're still going up? I think they're at the top. Okay, so they haven't started the... They have not started the downward. All right. We could talk more about that next week, but we're out of time. You could listen to us Wednesday, Apple Podcast, a short thing. We'll do our picks, and we'll talk to you exactly one week from now, 7 p.m. here, Talk Radio 1190. Have a great week, guys.